InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Could there be a public health crisis threatening those who serve the nation in the U.S. military? One researcher thinks so, and his findings are cause for concern. With the story, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Ramon Inahosa, assistant professor from the University of Central Florida's Department of Sociology. So, doctor, you were the lead author of a study that examined veterans and their heart health. So tell us a little bit about what you found. What we looked at was cardiovascular disease conditions and veterans' likelihood to report particular conditions. And we looked at five conditions, everything from hypertension, coronary heart disease, general heart condition, stroke, and heart attack, and looked to see whether or not veterans were more or less likely to report. This is of interest because there's an idea that veterans tend to be healthier than the general population. This is called the healthy soldier effect, and the idea is that you tend to get the healthiest, fittest individuals who join up for military service. And then while they're in military training, they go through active, rigorous physical training as part of their conditioning. And so this tends to make them generally healthier than the non-veteran population. Now, research has found that for about 30 years after military service, veterans actually have lower rates of cardiovascular mortality. But what we were interested in is actually looking at cardiovascular morbidity. Mortality just means death from. Morbidity, however, looks at the presence of disease. So what we're looking at is the presence of cardiovascular disease in veterans, not necessarily their rates of death resulting from cardiovascular disease. So you used data from a health survey of more than 153,000 people to compare veterans with non-veterans, and what did you find? The short answer is that not only were veterans more likely to report one or more cardiovascular conditions, they also had a greater number of cardiovascular conditions. And the other thing that we found that's particularly troubling is that not only did they have more conditions, they tended to have these conditions at younger ages. So starting from about age 35 until age 70, veterans not only were more likely to report cardiovascular conditions, they were more likely to report more conditions. After age 70, we see something of a crossover effect where non-veterans then become much more likely to report. And so what we think is happening is that at around age 70, the veterans that have cardiovascular conditions are beginning to suffer rates of death, so they're simply not around to report these conditions after that age. A moment ago, you mentioned the healthy soldier effect. Why do you think that no longer applies? There's probably something about war fighting in Iraq and Afghanistan. It could be the lack of front lines, the embeddedness of enemy combatants within the civilian population that makes fighting guerrilla conflicts a little bit more stressful that create a different psychological experience of warfare than what veterans tended to have in the past. Stress actually has a pretty profound impact on cardiovascular health. Stress has been linked to increased cardiovascular plaques, increased rates of heart attack, it's been linked to an increased likelihood of stroke. Now, when it comes to the conflicts themselves, what makes it so much different from past generations is that not only was it a guerrilla-style war that was going on, which in and itself is much more stressful, 
but many veterans saw multiple deployments. And so they had a higher pace of what's often called operation tempo, whereby they cycle into the conflict for nine months or a year. They come home for a set amount of time and then they're deployed again. And that sort of thing causes great disruption in their personal lives and is of itself a source of psychosocial stress that can be very detrimental. We're talking with Dr. Ramon Inahosa, assistant professor from the University of Central Florida, who recently led a study that found that veterans are more likely to have heart disease at a younger age than non-veterans. Were you surprised at the results of this study? I was, actually. The available literature out there suggests that because of the healthy soldier effect that veterans are able to ward off mortality for several decades after military service. So going into the study, it wasn't entirely clear that we would see higher rates of CVD or cardiovascular disease in the veteran population. But I think what stood out the most is, is not only that veterans are more likely to report cardiovascular conditions, they're more likely to report several conditions. And so it isn't just that they have cardiovascular disease, it's that they have cardiovascular disease and they have two or more conditions that are present at the same time. And that does not portend well for survivability moving into the future. Were you also able in this study to look at demographics, for example, breaking it down into differences between genders or race? Not in this particular study. My researchers and I have done other work where we've looked at cardiovascular disease by race and gender. Findings are consistent with what we see out there, which is that men tend to have higher rates of cardiovascular disease. That's also true of veterans. The racial finding is somewhat interesting in that blacks and Hispanics seem to have lower rates of cardiovascular disease, which is interesting because in the general population, they tend to have slightly higher rates of cardiovascular disease. And in other studies, we've sort of explored this idea. And what we think is happening is that for black and Hispanic service members in particular, they're much less likely to be exposed to combat conditions compared to their white counterparts. And so it may be that combat exposure and, again, with the pacing of deployment that makes it a much more stressful situation. Black and Hispanic service members also tend to have somewhat more robust social support networks compared to white service members. And as a heart protective factor, having a robust social support network is very important. So what advice would you offer for someone who perhaps served under those conditions or has a loved one who's back from it? What would you tell them? Well, I would tell them to be aware that there are higher cardiovascular disease risks and to make sure that they're getting routine checkups, that they're informing their family physicians that they are veterans. One of the other things that we find is that it's not entirely clear that physicians are aware that they have veterans in their patient populations. And so something as simple as just informing their doctor that, you know, hey, I'm a veteran, I'm aware that this may put me at greater cardiovascular risk, and I just want to make you aware of that, I think will help physicians better monitor their health long term. It may seem somewhat obvious, but maybe you can expand on why it's such a concern when these diseases show up at younger and younger ages. The idea is that the younger you are, the longer number of years you're going to have to deal with these health conditions. Let's say you have heart disease at age 35, that's something that's going to have to be treated for several decades to come, as opposed to somebody who develops heart disease at age 40 or age 50, 
just the length of treatment is much longer. And so the amount of stress that it puts on one's physical system is just greatly expanded because of the relative youth of the veterans who have the cardiovascular disease. Dr. Ramon Inahosa, assistant professor from the University of Central Florida's Department of Sociology, thank you very much for joining us today. All right, thank you for having me on. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks.